Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This isn't about people being too sensitive. This is actually about you lacking communication skills. That's one thing. Ooh, Do you get what I mean? They're going like that, but they need I'm, to I'm just going to keep it real. And I genuinely believe it's because they feel disempowered or a mm. lack of control of some failure in their life. Right. Now it feels like dating has become this power play. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Renee. And we're your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about getting that slice of humble pie the obsession with humbling women what is your favorite flavor of pie oh i'm a cherry cherry pie you are lying yeah i like me oh wait 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 sweet potato really actually no no i tell a lie no but renee what is the truth wait 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 peach cobbler I like pie (laughs) (laughs) no i like pie (laughs) if i had to pick one though i was like held sweet potato Wow, I've never had it to be fair. It is. Uh, I tell a lie, I'm sorry. This nah, is my, no, Renee. This is my, I promise this is my I'm just trying submission. to get into the episode. This is my final submission pumpkin pie. Wow. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I like pie, I'm sorry. Mm, no. No. What's your favorite? Apple. Oh, basic. Mm, not really. You might as well have classic. a classic. Mm, it's basic. Nice, man, classic. I, I wanted more for you, man. Nice. I was classic. expecting like a blueberry or something. No, I think the classics. That's why they're classics. I like cherry because it's sweet. It's got that that tartness. Yeah, so does apple. No. No. Pumpkin pie. I feel like it's only the US sisters you can actually corroborate. Like, is it just in America that they eat it? I think it's mostly the Yeah. 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 Maybe it's that strong sense of nostalgia, but apple pie, basic. Well, they don't have pumpkin crumble. Don't have tart to tan with pumpkin. Sweet but potato. you could if you wanted to. They shouldn't. Pecan pie. Okay, no, I can, I can rock, I can rock with you on that one. Pie. There we go. Pecan we have found a middle pie. ground. Pecan pie. Yeah. Pecan. Yeah, that's way better. Pie. Yeah, that's some good. That's some good stuff. Pecan pie. Yeah. I will ride for some pecan pie. Fair enough. Okay, I think we did find our middle ground eventually. Fair enough. Okay. getting into into the episode um we have a ding oh before we get into the dilemma we got some housekeeping to do okay hey vision 22 the challenge is still on ladies i hope you are hot stepping hot stepping keep it walking 10k steps in a row we are rolling into another week so if you failed if you got 9999 or two steps in this week, then <laughs> you are still in the running. You are still in the running. There are three more weeks left of August that you can make a difference. Yeah. So please, sisters, put on your walking shoes. Yeah. Get walking for 100 pounds. Yeah. Get fit and healthy, you know? <laughs> and on top of that, there is still time to donate to our fundraiser. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ladies, we are going to Tanzania at the end of this month. Yeah, crazy. crazy. Come quick. 
and we will be doing a sponsored charity walk. So if you haven't already, please, please, please donate. Mm. Every donation really counts, ladies. Like, if there's one thing that we really want is those donations. Mm. No, Dr. Uma will be like, it's <laughs> donations, <laughs> donations, donations. <laughs> Especially seeing that we have recently crossed a very huge milestone. Yes, yes, we hit two million podcast downloads. Absolutely crazy. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening downloading streaming sharing subscribing all of those things there and keep doing it okay thank you guys so much honestly from the bottom of our hearts yeah. and the way that you can support us is by those donations yeah please Open up please purse please yeah not to us the donations are not for us not before y'all get that misconstrued right it's not for us. It's for an amazing school in Tanzania, which we are going to be volunteering at for a give back day whilst we are away. So it's a way that we can all participate in the girls trip. All right. So please, please, please donate. Every little helps. It yeah. doesn't have to be anything mad substantial. Although if you're feeling generous, feel free to no exercise the extent of that generosity. <laughs> But even if you were to donate a pound, a dollar, it goes a long way. Yeah. And get your friends, your siblings, your sisters, your brothers, mother, your cats, your pets, <laughs> get them involved too. Yeah. And the link will be below. Yes. Okay. Link in the show notes as well as the description here on YouTube. YouTube. Now that the housekeeping is done, we can hop right into the ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Okay. This one is a fun one. Mm -hmm. Hey sisters, Hello. huge fan of your podcast. It has been such a wonderful tool to my self-development journey. Okay, so there's this guy I was talking to last year. Mm -hmm. Everything was good. He was a gentleman, kind, caring and loving. But I messed up and fell for another guy who wanted me for sex and ghosted me after. Wow. When the first guy offered me an official relationship, I declined because I didn't want to use him as a rebound. He understood and offered to wait for me but I felt it was unfair for me to make him wait because what if he were to meet someone else in the midst of waiting? However, a year has passed. We kept contact throughout the year and I'm seeming to develop the desire to want him in a romantic way. But I still feel guilty about the past, even though he expressed how he forgave me recently and that our relationship is on a clean slate. I want to express my feelings, but I'm afraid that I might repeat the same mistake. I don't want to hurt him, but I also don't want to have regrets for not trying again. Thank you. What's the mistake in question? Sleeping with the other guy? I'm assuming so. I mean, if you're in a relationship with someone and your fear is, well, I might sleep with someone else. I don't think you're ready to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think you should feel guilty about being intimate with the other guy um or i don't think you should feel guilty about having sex with the other guy um when you weren't in a relationship with the guy you're considering um, i think i hope i'm understanding the dilemma right mm. but if you you know are considering being in a if you weren't in a relationship with this guy you're considering now and you ended up sleeping with somebody else i don't think you should necessarily feel guilty about that because there wasn't any exclusivity there there wasn't any commitments made to each other so it is what it is. Um, I feel like this guy sounds like he wants to be in a relationship with you. So it's mm. worth pursuing. Um, but if you are questioning like, oh, what if I get with him and I don't stay faithful? My question would be, do you actually want to be in a relationship with this guy? Right. Like that's not by force either. Just because, you know, he's waiting for you or he said he was waiting or he, he really wants to be with you. Unless you're fully ready to dedicate yourself to him, don't do it. I think that would be unfortunate for him because right. 
relationships require commitment if that's what it's going to be um and he deserves that as well and if you're not ready to give that then don't lead him on and don't string him on I don't think that's what you've done so far um but I do think it's worth if you do want to be with him and he does want a committed relationship are you ready for that do you want to do that Mm -hmm. um if you are not ready for that I would tell this guy that you know I I actually can't give you I don't want to get into a serious committed relationship with you Mm. And I don't want to string you along into thinking I do or that I can. Um, And let him go. Let him be free to find his own happiness while you sort yourself out and sort out your whatever it is you're going through. So, yeah, I think this one is quite simple. It's down to you making the decision um, and it's down to you, you know, not really towing the line of indecision here and being like, ah, do I want him? Do I not? If you want him, yeah, but don't toy with his heart in this Mm. way, I think. Um, but I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I'm very similar in the sense of if you feel as though that you're worried about this happening again, you need to take some time out. Like it's not worth, you know, toying with somebody else mm. or especially when somebody else is in the mix, it becomes very difficult if you can't trust yourself. Mm. People make mistakes. And even in, I love the way that you phrased it as well, because since there was no commitment to exclusivity, I don't think it warrants this level of guilt, guilt yeah. that you're feeling because there wasn't any commitments made. It was literally just somebody, you know, shared their feelings for mm-hmm. you and you 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 like somebody else, mm-hmm. you pursued it with someone else, mm-hmm. it didn't work. Yeah. And, you know, it's been a year, you've had the opportunity to reflect. Um, you've developed romantic feelings for this guy. He's also said that he's cool with the fact that, you know, things didn't work out the first time, but Mm. he's happy to pursue it now. Mm -hmm. If anything, the bulk of whether you take this forward or not rests on you and whether you feel you're personally ready to commit to this man fully. If the answer is no, then that's cool. You let him know, keep it moving. Perhaps stay in contact if you can, but don't block him from, you know, other blessings that he could be getting. don't lead him on. Precisely, don't lead him on. If you actually want to pursue this, then go ahead and pursue it, but know that you have the responsibility and now the weightiness that comes with commitment and make that very, very clear. Mm. So I think you're very like right in the sense of this is actually quite clear cut mm-hmm. and there's actually a lot of misplaced false guilt that you're feeling because you haven't necessarily done anything wrong per mm. se. And it's unfortunate that you had that experience with that guy as well that ghosted mm. you, had sex with you, ghosted you. And I think sometimes there's almost like a... um a residue from that experience that can you know pour into the experiences mm. that you have moving forward so i would check check myself on that right is that experience bleeding into the way that you're viewing this experience or um bleeding into the way that you could experience this new um romantic relationship with this guy but i think it very much rests on you you need to have an honest conversation with yourself yeah. and determine whether you're ready to pursue a committed relationship yeah. if the answer is yes then go full steam ahead yeah. but be cognizant of the fact that now that you're in a committed relationship there are boundaries right you have to communicate and there are boundaries that you have to honor um if that is not the case then girl i know you like him but it's better that you like him from afar yeah. and deal with that and you should also question i think if you actually do like him mm. or if you're thinking about entering into a relationship with him because the other guy let you down and this guy seems like a constant Mm, or mm -hmm, he seems mm -hmm. like a safe place right but you're not actually either attracted to him or actually you you don't actually want to be in a relationship with him you rather like the safety he provides yeah um i think that there's some also something to say because you may it could be that the fear that you have of okay but i don't want to make the same mistake um it could be that you're thinking 
maybe I actually don't really want to be with him, but I want to be with him because of the convenience and because of the perceived safety. Mm. But what if I then end up hurting him? I do think that that's, um, or I end up finding somebody who I am attracted to in all the ways I'm not attracted to him. Um, Or it could be that if I let your fear and your, you know, I don't want to make the same mistake again, could be, I guess, a different interpretation of the dilemma that, what if I let this guy go again and then I end up with somebody who then ghosts me or just uses me or whatever and I don't end up with the relationship but this good guy who I had as an option is now off with somebody else right that's the risk that that's the risk of love right if you're not ready to commit and you know that this is a guy who you you could actually want and you do actually want and you could grow to love or get to know that's worth pursuing that's worth putting effort into and not sabotaging either but um this guy shouldn't and he hopefully won't just linger around waiting for you to get your stuff together um it's time to put your big girl pants on and make a decision um and you're gonna have to deal with the consequences of that decision as well so just weigh up the pros and cons here um i don't think we have enough context to be able to tell you we don't know this guy we don't know what your prospects are like we don't know um and so i don't think we have enough context to be able to tell you i'll choose him you know mm. um or to tell you not to so i do think it's worth just sitting down and weighing it up for yourself and looking at the context of the situation and looking at this guy whether you actually like him as a person um and maybe just exploring dating him and not putting too much pressure on it um yeah 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 well sis wishing you light and love in in this time um and i hope that informs the choices and the decisions that you'll be making in the weeks and months to come um so yeah i really hope that helped um then sisters of course we would love for you to weigh in on the dilemma as well have you experienced something similar what are your thoughts around it anything that you can shed light on Mm. or offer our good sister please 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 let us know in the comments below over Mm. here on youtube so if you're listening over on spotify apple Podcasts, feel free to you know bring your friendly face over here Mm. and drop in your thoughts But moving on to the meat and bones, segueing into the mains. So this episode was inspired by one of the videos that you've done recently. And we've been speaking about this behind the scenes, just back and forth. Um, And for those of you that don't know, if you don't know, you better get to know. Miss CDB here is a YouTuber. She often shares her own glowing and growing journey. She's been on the YouTube streets that have been extremely ghetto at times um, for reasons that we're about to uncover and unearth and explore here today. Um, And she shares her journey. She shares her wisdom. Wow, it's getting too much. It's okay. Thank you. I make make videos online. (laughs) I'm just it's trying giving to, introduction I'm to the guest pastor. Studio <laughs> <laughs> where she know, shares her, like I'm a guest on this podcast on this. You couch. know when the guest speaker is like, <laughs> she's married with three children. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, check her out her on her YouTube and stuff. She does stuff on the internet. Um, and recently there was a video that you put out yeah. where you were talking about certain standards that you have for different things in your life. Yeah. So not just, you know, romantic relationships, yeah. but also friendships, career, career all of that kind of yeah. good stuff. And you came across a number of negative comments. Yeah, it didn't even start there. It was people who had something to say. I made a video earlier in the year in around March. Um, I actually filmed the video in February, but I had an issue with the editing. But mm. yeah, I put a video out around March and... I was talking about how I've been single for six years and I often make videos um, about this topic because the girls on my channel want to be knowing and mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they find it helpful, right? Um, and I made a video about how I'd been single for six years, the things that I'd learned on my personal uh, growth journey and just, you know, 
all these beautiful glowing and growing things and people were coming at they me like angry. okay to be fair okay the majority of my online community is amazing yeah. like i have been so blessed in my online career to just have beautiful people find me like i open up my video saying you know hey beautiful people i hope that you're all doing well mm. and i feel like it's because my online community like not just on my personal channel but even here at tms have just been great, great. like i overwhelmingly positive overwhelmingly supportive and just beautiful people but somehow some gremlins find their way you know what's funny there was a time where i was overhearing courtney um, do the intro where you were like hello beautiful people and i was like what if they're not beautiful <laughs> there are some <laughs> in there and then i said it's it has to be in faith <laughs> you have to say it in faith you know there's something there that look at the little the gremlin side yeah like, some sometimes some some gremlin type people find my <laughs> find themselves um in my comments and you know what i'm totally open to like discussion right, i'm totally right. open to people disagreeing with me i don't i you know as much as i have created my online platforms and that's my online real estate mm. i'm not a dictator like you can you can disagree with me um but i do appreciate nuance and critical thought and i don't i think one one thing that the inter internet doesn't do in, in general is allow for critical thought and nuance and actual conversation right. rather than just you know people take a snippet of what you said and they assume they know all about you and they assume they know all about your what you believe mm -hmm. and what you're trying to say and that's why i make long videos and that's why i love podcasting because it's like you can actually say what you're right. thinking you and you can explain what exactly it's things. not like you know short form content and so yeah people found their way in my comments talking about you're gonna be single forever and you know this is just you know liberal feminism like this is just trash you know <laughs> <laughs> you need to lose weight you need to lower and then obviously the standards video came completely unrelated months apart right um just talking about standards and people being like you do need to lower your standards a woman called me average i've been called average so many times i've been told because of my weight because of my looks um this woman said i look average and i should i should expect average i should expect i can aim for higher in other areas of my life but when it comes to relationships i should settle for average um and it's not settling it's just and somebody else said it's not settling it's just settling down um yeah there were just quite there was quite a few comments and quite a few trains of thought which i was just like i actually want to explore this mm -hmm, i actually mm -hmm, want to go mm -hmm. into this because i think this is more than just you know, I've, I think I've gone past the point. So it's very long intro to the episode, mm -hmm, but I think it. I've gone past the point of like faster. taking, go away. <laughs> I feel like I've gone past the point of taking comments very personally. Mm -hmm, um, and instead just seeing this as this is a great conversation starter because yeah. you commenting this, you're not the only person thinking this, you know, and you've actually put effort into writing this. And I've kind of had to have a bit of empathy or com like some kind of understanding of like you actually believe this to be true like this is not you're not even trying to hate like you actually there are some trolls out there yeah, there sure. are people who want to make you feel bad but actually for the majority of people this is what you believe mm -hmm. and so i actually want to dignify it with conversation um especially because this doesn't just happen in the online world mm -hmm. a lot of my audience a lot of my you know online community right. and my online sisters experience these kind of conversations offline exactly. and don't know how to navigate it like i think one of the things that a lot of people who listen to our podcast say is we give language to a lot of things that they're thinking but mm -hmm. they can't express mm -hmm. um and so i wanted to create an in-depth video that was like let's add some nuance some critical thought let me actually explain what i was saying and actually you may find that there are points where i agree with you mm -hmm. but then there may also be points where i think you're perverting mm -hmm. the truth mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i think that's important to tease out and that's it, it, important to be explicit you can still disagree with me after this video but maybe this isn't the space for you mm -hmm. um but i wanted to make it 
fear because I feel like certain issues keep coming up. And the main thing is humbling women and refusing to let certain groups of women particularly have standards or have ambitions or have goals. Um, And I'm just not here for that Mm because I think my entire like purpose and my desire for women is to just know the world is full of possibilities for you and if the world is not full of possibilities for you I think it's our duty to make the possibilities for you Mm -hmm. and to help you find those possibilities whether it's creating opportunity you needing resources um assistance whatever it may be I think that's what sisterhood is for so that every woman can have possibilities and that's that's it wow yeah um, the Honourable Minister Courtney. Go away! Honourable Doctor Igwe. Oh, did you see that, that post? <laughs> Chief Ted. Gosh, what was it? African giant. That one killed me. <laughs> wow. But no, I think you expressed yourself wonderfully there. And oh, I actually touched you. on quite a few points that I wanted to bring up as a result of your video. Mm. Um, so initially even thinking about, you know, responding and responding mm. so eloquently. Um, I think I even commented like a fat girl. Oh, like, you oh really my God. did. I saw <laughs> the comment and I was like, girl. I feel so like my big sis has come and she's <laughs> affirmed me. And now y'all can't tell me nothing. Absolutely Red main account, you know, not the burner. Not she the burner. Not the burner. <laughs> she came and she linked in picture and all. I'm like, this was an excellent video. video. So, so well spoken. Ah, oh, I said, I was no, so one can sh- no one can actually do my shine what I say? Renee I was has so ready co-signed to some trolls in those comments I was looking I was you know. now you're actually like my biggest rider and I actually think this is a, a big thing for this kind of topic right because people who don't know you may try to humble you but I think right. it's who do you have around you who's actually speaking into your real life and exactly. like when I see comments like this and I, I I'm not going to sit here and lie that they don't get to me sometimes because when the more you hear them and I think it's also unfortunate that we highlight the negative more than we do the positive because there were so many people who agreed and mm-hmm, so many mm-hmm. people who were cheering me on and I appreciated it, but the negative is just so prevalent and so, or noticeable rather. And so to have someone like you who is like, girl, put your phone down, forget those people. Like what they're saying is not true and you know that and you affirm me and you encourage me. And I think that matters more to me than what any person on the internet whose profile page mm. I can't even see has to say egg. about an, an actual egg. Sometimes it's a tractor. There you go. Sometimes it's no picture, and it's an avatar. These will be, b- you know what gets me about these kind of comments though? Mm. We'll come back into the um, intelligent. <laughs> what gets me about these commenters is the fact that A, they actually are real people. I think there was one guy who was like a father of three daughters or something like that. And I'm just yeah. like, you are meant to be a respectable gentleman and father figure. You've come on this 20 something year old lady's YouTube video to comment big, big instead of you to be parenting your daughters. Mm. You've come here to even expose that you have a family you didn't have to do that you actually did it it's just like is there no semblance of embarrassment that you have in your heart before you come and comment on somebody's Not video UK to expose um, you have a family you didn't have to do you that. didn't have to do that you've actually come on beyonce's internet can you imagine being married and you come across a, a comment from your husband john john i've just i've just seen but john he really thought he was doing something i've just seen john 1986 i watch her i watch her or his yeah, daughter's his daughters, coming up. Yeah. Like, he, he really thought he was doing something. For but, all you know, his daughters yeah. could be listening into this podcast. Hopefully if they that's do. your father, <laughs> tell him you to log pinch off. him by the two hairs <laughs> that he has on his head. 
so and say, take a break. <laughs> take a break. Out. Take a break. But he he really thought he was doing something. Again, that was one of the comments that made me think, you really think this and you think this is gonna help me, mm-hmm. but it's not. <laughs> so. And this is this is actually something I wanted to touch on insofar as you engaging with these comments mm. and thinking more wisely. Wow, Renee, about this is feeling fact. like an interview. Sorry, but go on, go on. Go on, go on, go on. We're gonna move on. You're don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, honorable minister. Um <laughs> Branching back out, taking it <laughs> high level. <laughs> Can you see that I want to be an Oprah or something? So bad and we love it. So You'd bad. Be great at it. Um, but taking it, uh, you know, on a macro yeah, scale yeah. and thinking about like the fact that there are haters, mm. but there's also people who come with allegedly good intentions mm-hmm. that also harm, maim, injure women, yeah, particularly on the internet, but also in person. How do you deal with people that desire to humble women? Essentially mm. what they're doing is humbling women with good intentions, mm. despite those good intentions being lost by the harm that it causes. That's good. So I think the first thing is just because you feel like it's with good intention and this is actually what you believe and you think it will hurt, help me, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean I have to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think knowing what you believe in and actually being able to process through, because sometimes what people are saying, even if it is hard yeah. to accept, it is actually the truth. And I think that's one one thing you have to tackle first, right? Sure. I don't think we have to be defensive all the time. If And I, I always make this sort of thing clear and we always make this sort of thing clear. We're growing, like literally growing and g- glowing process. Like it's a, it's a doing thing. It's continuously happening. Mm. And so if you do present us with thoughts and p- people have done it in the sisterhood even, even, even if you do present us with thoughts where you're like, I actually disagree with you and this is why. And we're like, ah, that's actually better. That makes sense. That, right, that actually right, right, right. makes sense. We didn't think of it like that. Thank you for your perspective. I think there's that, right? So it's very much, even if it's a hard truth, is it the truth, right? And is it a truth that applies to me? Um, then there's the people who are trying to give you truth and it's harmful, um, but the truth is actually not true, right? So it's just their perspective. And I think from that approach, you actually have to be really solid in what you believe and in what you think. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I wanted to make the video because it's like, people may read something like this and be like, oh, that's kind of true too. And it's like, it is true, but if right. we really take a step back and think about it on a bigger scale, it's actually harmful. And this is the motive behind it as well. And I think motive contributes mm-hmm. because if you really mm-hmm. believe that your comment is helpful, the truth is the truth regardless. Right. Do you get what I mean? It doesn't have to be administered with harshness in order for it to be true. And I think some people treat the truth like that. Well, yep, you're just, yep. especially when it comes to women, women like all this fluffy stuff. They don't like the red pill. They don't like to hear the truth. And it's like, we do like to hear the truth. The truth doesn't have to be harsh mm, in mm. order for it to be true, mm. you know? Um, and the truth doesn't have to be administered harshly for it to be true. Right. Um, and I think that's where for me, it's like, this may have even been a good point, but you completely lost me with your arrogance. So you completely lost me with your condescending tone. Mm -hmm. You completely Mm -hmm. lost me with um, your inability to engage in conversation, but rather just putting like, this is the truth. We're not end of conversation. Mm -hmm. Even if you think about people who try to approach conversation, critical conversation like that in real life, you lose complete respect for them and you you actually cannot engage with what they're saying or accept what they're saying um, or hear what they're saying because you're so offended by their demeanor or you're so offended by their approach to the conversation that there is no product productivity that could ever come from this conversation you mm. actually repulse me or i've shut myself off 
from engaging with you right and I, i'm sure we've all engaged that sort of yeah. person and that the, the saying is true it's not what you say it's how you say it and i think most people want to be like oh we're such a sensitive generation but i do think you have to pay attention to the fact that human communication it's not just what you say it's how you say it mm. um and so much of tone and so much of uh body language and all of that is lost because of the internet right when, when you text someone you can't really convey a tone you know and so I think people need to be careful when navigating the internet that this isn't about people being too sensitive. This is actually about you lacking communication skills. That's one thing. Ooh, Do you get what I mean? Going like that, but they need I'm, to I'm just going to keep it real. Um, and as someone who's making the long form content, I'm the one with the privilege, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Or we're the ones with the privilege because we get to explain ourselves for minutes on end. But you don't have minutes of end worth of reading space to write if somebody wrote a transcript of an entire tms episode it's going to be pages long but you don't have pages to leave a comment you know so i get it sometimes things are lost in translation which is why i think if you're going to engage in conversation you've got to be open to go back and forth Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and some people aren't i then also think you get to this place where you're like this is actually not true like what you're telling me is actually not true and it's being administered (laughs) harshly you lie And I think that's what needs to be confronted if you are bold enough and safe enough to confront it. Because mm. I do also think not everyone can confront the things that they hear. Yeah. Because if, especially yeah. if people are administering something harmful or in a harmful way, sorry, or in a way that's like bullying or, you know, extremely harsh or whatever it may be um or a a way that makes it seem like you are less valuable you are not intelligent xyz um you you may actually be in a place of danger right and not even just um physical violence but like digital violence i guess Mm. if you could say that like you could actually be in a place of danger and i think unfortunately this is something that we've wanted to confront a couple times which is this red pill culture and this you know your average at best and the high value and the femininity thing it could breed not just incelly but like this very harmful culture which is i actually perceive you to be less than me and therefore i can speak to you in a derogatory way and i don't care what you see when you look at me um you can't talk to me like that and i think people would want somebody like me or you to come and back that with they've got these degrees and you know they're great and that's what people usually come with right like they're great people how can you talk to them like that this is how they're so much above average and it's like i shouldn't actually have to prove to you why you should speak to me with basic respect on on my platform i don't have to do jumping through hoops and backflips to prove Um, that i'm worth yeah respect respect exactly and you don't have to be attracted to me to give me respect you will not just get blocked. I might report you to the police. You don't understand. You don't understand. You can't mess with people like that. And I know that not everyone has that kind of confidence and that kind of boldness. Mm. And not everybody has the degrees we have to even be able to be like, I'm going to articulate myself this way. And that's not shade. That's actually unfortunate. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's why platforms like this need to exist so that we can give a voice to people who are struggling to find the words. Do you get what I mean? Um, But at the same time, it's like, even if people can't string the words together and people can't articulate themselves, how dare you actually treat them like that? Um, And the reason why you know people are not about it is these these people never put a full name, the actual picture. And it's like, oh, because I just know this is going to be an unpopular opinion. No, you know you're rude. if you don't talk that talk (laughs) you know you're rude and i I think there's something to be said for people who you're constantly rubbing people up the wrong way you know i don't think truth always has to be 
bitter in the mouth. You know what kills me? So I'm just being the devil's advocate. advocate. The, he ain't the, need no The advocates. devil doesn't need an advocate. He don't need you. He actually does not need you. Stop that. <laughs> You're being used by him. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you're being used by the devil. If only you knew. Why are you always on the right-hand side of evil? <laughs> of evil? Evil. I'm just being contrarian. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you can't fully back it. Oh, that's the worst. Do you get what I mean? Because the the, even if you do have a contrary argument, because like I said, not everyone has to agree with you, be ready to back it. Yep. Like to the ends, right? Don't keep running around the same post, running around in circles. No, explain your point. Back it with research, back it with examples, back it. Let's have a conversation. Um, and as soon as you kind of want to delve into more critical thought with people and you kind of pick at their argument a bit, they realize it, they realize that it unravels. Right. right. But also I find that when you're having intelligent conversation or you're having conversations with people about women's issues in particular, mm. their issue here isn't necessarily to get to a point of truth or productive result. It's more so just to be right. And that's that's just people's approach to argument anyway 100%, these days. 100%. I'm just going to prove that I'm right. So you're going to keep beating at this dead horse because you actually at some point must realize you're wrong. Absolutely. If you are. Um, and I think even for us, we have to get to a point where we even admit, ah, oh, actually, I see where you're coming from now. You know, it could have been wording. It could have been the way it was said, whatever it is. But if you're actually speaking the truth, because our desire here is to find truth or to find something that's helpful mm -hmm, or to find mm -hmm. something that is resourceful, um, then we're going to find the truth. You know what I mean? But I think the reason why people are so obsessed with humbling women and being right about their right to humble women right. is because they're not looking for the advancement of women. That is not their goal. Women's advancement, women's um, empowerment, women's, and not just like, you know, these fun brunch, pink suit, CEO, boss babes. I'm talking about like, women's freedom like women's actual issues that concern them people don't want to do that work and people don't want to see those things happen as much as they think they mm -hmm, do mm -hmm, and so mm -hmm. their resolve or their aim for their conversation isn't necessarily a productive helpful response do you get what i mean or something that um sorry i've talked so so much no, no, but like they're it. not looking for something that actually brings about change or brings about realization or brings about um safety or all these things that women need they just want to be right and it's like above being right women need to be safe above you being right women oh need help Lord. above you being right not just women but other vulnerable social groups mm -hmm, in mm -hmm, the world mm -hmm. right um and that's why i always say don't talk about women's issues if you're not going to do women's work oh, because excellent. then your concern is just to be a commentator there it's not actually to bring any form of societal communal change um or do anything that is you keep saying it's education but education is to empower if you can't empower me don't educate me there we go oh, what you're trying to do is indoctrinate good. me that, that is a problem that was good that was good and yeah. i love the way that you're talking about like this whole idea of like who is right and who has the truth and who is the truth holder and i think it underpins this whole like if we strip it back really it's about power yeah this whole desire to humble women and this is tangential but related i think that a lot of folks that have the desire to humble women is a direct result of being disempowered or feeling disenfranchised by the lack of power that they've had over some kind of other th there's something going wrong with their life right no <laughs> they no feel no like they lack power in somewhere. this they lack power elsewhere so they are seeking some form of power through humbling women mm -hmm. right this whole notion of you can't get what you want because you look like this or you sound like this or you don't have what qualifies as you being able to attain these things i think is a direct pro projection of the fact that they're failing in some 
place in their life right mm. now. They are failing, flopping mm. miserably. <laughs> because no, no, no. Because when I think of, even when we take the high value versus uh, whatever man mm. in society, these so-called high value men, do you ever hear them speak? It's funny that a lot of people at the apex of what we consider successful or the height of, you know, conventional attraction or the height of wealth, y'all ain't got that much trash talk to say you don't have these podcasts Mm. you don't have these platforms Mm. you don't have these opportunities to drag people down at least in this way Mm. so why is it the question is why is it that these fools a lot of them think that they can come on other people's platforms Mm. and their pages and sometimes in real life Mm. and you know check them Mm. and i genuinely believe it's because they feel disempowered or a Mm. lack of control of some failure in their life right and this projection is so harmful because it's literally misery loves company really does and it's just spreading misery because even in the delivery i hate the charge that women get that we're too emotional Mm. or that there's too much um fruitiness or Mm, fluffiness mm, that mm, is needed mm, when mm, we're engaging with women and it's a flaw and it's not a flaw it's about respectful delivery there we go we hide behind this whole idea of oh you've got to take it raw you've got to take it brash you've (laughs) got to take it directly and it's just like you've been socialized to think that way you've been socialized to think that because you can speak this truth in such Mm. a harsh way that you are right, yeah. that you are somehow superior, yeah. that you are somehow above and beyond, and yeah. you have the capability. Have you but ever ca- considered? Sorry, go on. Yeah. Have you ever considered, as you were saying, yeah, that yeah. you just lack any kind of social engagement? <laughs> you lack class. <laughs> you lack any any idea of class, yeah. social yeah, yeah. awareness, because it actually takes work to be yeah. an amenable person. Yeah. Some of you are trash people to be around. No, no, genuinely, this whole like, oh, I'm just trying to be that truthful, that blunt person and stuff like, people don't like you. People don't like your company. People don't like you and don't like your company. And it's not just because, oh, you tell it like it is. There's a time and a place for telling it like it is. But if you're telling it like it is all the time, somebody is not telling you like it is enough. (laughs) People don't like you. And you've like people, I think there's extremes at every every spectrum and this extreme is the person that tells themselves that you know i'm always right i'm just the contrarian i'm the devil's advocate i'm the you know the person that will tell you the truth especially when it comes from men or women that are upholding these patriarchal ideas right you want to be that contrarian you want to be the pick me and it's actually quite disappointing when it comes from women mind you that's the one that pushed me over the edge women humbling women it's like your average this your average that babe Babe, that's don't the one drag that really me down pushed with you. me over don't the Don't drag me down with you. Because in my head, it's I'm thinking like, you don't have to agree with me. You don't even have to like me. But one thing you cannot do is humble me. I understand these men are in these uh, incelly, corn, dark corners of the internet that they really smell. Their, like, mm-hmm. I, I know that. But <laughs> you... <laughs> How did you get there? Stop it, stop it. Ariana, what are you doing here? somehow think that by performing what is seen as, you know, acceptable, mm-hmm. as you know, we, we perpetuating all of these things that yeah. we are all trying to dismantle, that you will somehow get the cream of the crop, right. that you will somehow right, right, rise right, above right, that right. by essentially repurposing a lot of the things that are intended to drag, not just us down, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you down, yeah. you think that you can 
somehow transcend that you have gotten to this higher level of understanding that you have seen the lights that you have your third eye is open let me tell you (laughs) something maybe you've been taking mushrooms if you telling me if that higher state of consciousness you've been on those psychedelics you are high off your mind you are high off some nonsense that is strange that your odd is very serious and you had no one to tell you but let me tell class a plus you had nobody to tell you but if you're listening to this podcast sister this is for you the one tripping off those psychedelics come down to earth oh that is so funny but three things actually came to mind as you were speaking because everything you said was excellent I think the first one when you were talking about like the attractive people that they don't really have the most to say I think it's because they haven't let their attraction go to their head like even if you're paid for being attractive right a lot of people who are attractive realize whilst it is a power and it's a social resource and it's social capital what gain do I have being mean now I do think there are mean people who are also pretty and Mm -hmm. are are mean because of their prettiness for, it, for sure not necessarily only because of there's obviously huge character flaws there but they have an arrogance and their arrogance is probing them to show bad character but i do think it's the people who in themselves feel bad about the fact that they have not arisen to their own level that will be quick to tell you you ain't all that great either oh. stay here with me like i said b- misery loves company and so it's never really the people who are higher on that social ladder or that social measurement who are like ha ha all of you horrible <laughs> ugly people pretty girls don't really be doing that you know or you know muscular athletic guys with the most money don't you know go around telling everybody that they're broke why they're focused they're just doing them. They, they don't ha- have time. And it's not even just that they don't have time. They don't see these sorts of things as important. Do you get what I mean? It's the people who are like spending <laughs> the majority of their life thinking, I wish I was there. Who would be quick to tell people, you ain't there either. So stay or humble. Or they think that where they're currently at mm. is merely a transitory phase. And they're going to get they're there. Gonna and get you're there. not... Mm give me 10 years because mm. i'm gonna see you there mm. and that's another that thing right it's telling people your average and make your future life decisions and your permanent life decisions based off of where you're currently at and where i'm i'm telling you are and it's, it's very judgmental right it's very prescriptive and that's why i don't like it because we're all on evolving journeys and actually my evolution and my growth doesn't have to look like what you're trying to dictate it to, to be. Do you get what I mean? Um, but you guys should actually go back and listen to the, our commentary on the high value issue, the femininity issue, because then you'll get great context as to what we're talking about. Greater context as to what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Um, but then the second thing that came to my, uh, my mind was when people are like, oh, you know, I'm just going to administer the truth raw. Duh, 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 duh. Has that actually worked for you? <laughs> Has it worked? No, ask yourself, the last time somebody gave you the truth and it was hard hitting and they administered the red pill to you, did it cause you to change? Or were you hurt? And now you're hurt, you want other people to experience the hurt that you felt. Because I can guarantee you, it's not going to be productive. Like in, in, the, in the sense that like, if I told you, Renee, here's this harsh truth, you X, Y, Z, is that actually going to breed change in you? Or is it just going to make you depressed? Is yeah. it going to make you upset? Is it yeah. going to make you insecure? Yeah. And then you're going to go off and do the same to other people so that they're just as stuck as you are or they feel just as judged as you did. Do you get what I mean? And so I feel like that's why people need to ste- take a step back and really 
understand right. is this helpful is mm-hmm. this actually wisdom mm-hmm. or is this a power trip mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and i can't remember the last thing i was going to say but it was quite interesting so okay. well, <laughs> as we continue as we'll continue we'll, we'll, we'll continue we'll get through but um two things that i actually wanted to we'll hope that i remember both of them yeah but two <laughs> things that i wanted to actually touch on very briefly was connected to this whole idea of delivery yeah. and words and the way that we engage with people right so i don't know if you're familiar with the term negging but essentially it's a term that's used by like incels mm. and red and it's on urban D- dictionary and whatnot mm. but it's this whole idea of backhanded compliments mm, this okay. whole idea of using like heavy sarcasm and meanness to kind of like get women's attention for example or get them to kind of like feel as though they want you to validate mm-hmm. them basically putting that in motion mm-hmm. I wanted to know your thoughts on that. Mm. And then I'll come to my second point, which is more so around how humbling, this whole idea of humbling women affects disproportionate specific groups. Yeah, of women. yeah, okay. So in terms of negging, I think the first place to look at, I know about it, I just didn't know that's what they called mm-hmm. it. Um, it's important to look at why do people why did people feel like they needed to do that in the first place right and i think there's this concept of nice guys finish last yeah, yeah you know yeah. like good yeah, yeah. guys finish last and i think it's unfortunate and i think it's it's bad on both parts of like i guess if we're talking in heteronormative terms like men and women have propagated or created that stereotypical idea that nice guys finish last all the girls like all the attractive bad women boys. or the they want bad boys you know what i mean and bad boys win and they get the best um and i think that's unfortunate but i do think that's a stereotype which you sh- should try not to believe in because mm. there are loads of good guys who have quote-unquote won yeah right yeah, yeah. um and won first or whatever it may be the opposite of finishing last um and so i do think that unfortunately we do end up in cycles where we we if all we're getting is toxicity Mm -hmm. and we're responding Mm -hmm. to toxicity people think toxicity is what you need to do to succeed um and so i think it's very much a cycle but i do think the reason why people do it is again it's a power play right it's it's very much so a power play um and it doesn't just happen in romantic approaches or in um you know people trying to call you it happens in the corporate world where people try to undermine you or make you you know just assert a little bit of dominance through body language through uh, their communication with you whatever it may be their interaction with you just to let you know we're not on the same playing field here um and i think it's important to realize when it's happening to you um and it's important to realize when you're doing it because mm. if you are trying to gain control over somebody by making them feel as though ah if i knock out your confidence a little bit i may be able to manipulate you a bit better or i may have you that i guess the concept is i'll have you begging for more of me because you'll want my affem- affirmation so much more you'll want me to tell you if i give you a backhanded compliment you're probably going to want me to tell you you're beautiful so much more right. so you're going to hang on my every word um i do think that's that's a dangerous way to approach people and toying with people in that way of i want to make you desire my affirmation so much and i think men and women can do it because i think women can do that with their femininity Mm -hmm. right you know Mm -hmm. affirming men or making men feel strong and bold and stuff and if you don't do what i want you to do i'm going to take that away i'm going to take that approval i'm going to take that affirmation i'm going to take that support away from you um and i think it's it's sad because it's a way that we commonly i'm gonna say abuse people because Mm -hmm. it's like i'm actually going to make you feel subpar some human and treat you 
with way less respect than you actually deserve for the simple fact that you're a human being mm. right um in the hopes that it will make you cling to me and make you put your hope in me instead of having hope not necessarily in yourself but internally right i'm going to take your confidence and take away your self-confidence so that you put your confidence in me mm. and it's like that's not a healthy place for somebody's confidence to be not even a little bit yeah and i love the fact that you mentioned it being abusive yeah because i think sometimes we can hear these things and think oh like it's nothing serious but it has the capacity to snowball into something ridiculously serious serious. to the point where you know it becomes emotionally and psychologically Mm -hmm. abusive it becomes manipulative it even becomes the secondhand rider to physical abuse right how often do we find these cases where like physical abuse is one thing but it's often meted out with manipulation and Mm. psychological abuse Mm. and negging can actually be one of the ways in which these things are facilitated it's almost like a gateway yeah it's i love the fact that you mentioned that it's a power play as well because that's exactly what it is exactly what i hate the fact that we have especially when it comes to dating we have made this like so complicated to the point where it's less so about finding someone you genuinely can care about love life partner you know building families maybe i'm old-fashioned in that Mm. way now it feels like dating has become this power play it's become the you know guys versus the girls of course again this is very heteronormative but it just feels as though we're navigating a a war yeah we're navigating a war where it's like it's all about getting one up on the other it's all about like you know how can i simultaneously desire but also control this other person and it's like this is such a messed up way to view relationships especially romantic relationships and i also love the fact that you mentioned different relationships i'm even thinking about friendships right i even think friendships is the one that people pick up on the most right Mm. the shady friend that Mm. always has bad things to say when good things happen to you right and it's a shame that we see these things so clearly in friendships but in other places like romantic relationships or you know um the corporate you know space the workspace or other places right it can be difficult to spot but it's so so important that you know when somebody is negging you or someone is denying you affirmation Mm, even the fact purposefully withholding love from you or withholding an expression of love you have got to run the opposite way because that is a power play and it's the same for for women as it is for for men men. right when women are you know weaponizing their femininity they're weaponizing um the expression of their love yeah you have got to run the opposite way because that is not how relationships function. And I love (laughs) that you brought... No, 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 I love it. I love it. I love that you brought that up because I completely agree. We have... We are trying to overcomplicate this. And I think the reason why we're doing it is we're treating dating or relationships as if it is a game that has a winner. Right. A single winner. Right, right, right. Do you get what I mean? Um, And it's not. That's not how the dating game works. And if we approach it like that, it becomes men versus women or me versus you and not us versus life. Right. Us versus the fact that having a good, healthy, functional relationship in this day and age or in any day and age has been difficult. And if we're going to make that happen, we have to work together. But how can we work together if I see you as my enemy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or as I see you as the mission that needs to be conquered? Right. Right? That's not what it is. And I think there's this, it's quite dare I say like it's just very scary that we see people as we need to control them I need to control you I need to understand you so much I need to trick you so much into being able to control you and control the way you think or the control the way you interact with me either to guarantee that you'll never leave me or 
to make myself more feel more powerful because mm. everybody wants me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think when we approach dating as a statistical game or as, you know, listening to all these theories that everybody has and, you know, this is what men like, this is what women like and we don't consider ourselves as individuals mm-hmm. and where what we desire and where we're trying to go and we try to play the dating game, right. we just get caught up in a rat race and this very black hole which denies us the actual pleasure mm-hmm. of being in safe, committed, happy relationships where there is respect, intimacy and unity. We don't experience that when mm-hmm. I see you as my enemy or as my mission to be conquered. Absolutely. If I see you as, oh, do I actually trust this man? Do I feel like he's just trying to play around with me? Do I feel like I actually understand his intentions? Mm-hmm. You know, do mm-hmm. I do I trust myself mm-hmm. in his hands and vice versa? How am I going to have a functional relationship with you? It's absolutely not going to happen. And let me address the sisters real quick because brothers, y'all need a community. Okay, y'all need brothers to hold you to high standards and we need you to be accountable as men. Mm. Okay, that's an issue that, you know, go and listen to the two My Brothers episodes that we have dropped and we'll deal with you properly. Yeah, Yeah. you just sit down. I think we're due to make another one of those soon. Absolutely. Sit down where you're at. We'll come and address you soon. (laughs) For my sisters, just because somebody is playing a game with you doesn't mean you need to participate. There we go. Because sometimes we enter into relationships, engagements, thinking I'm going to get one up on this guy because I've been hurt before because he's playing a game with me. The best thing to do is not to play that game because somebody is going to end up. In fact, both of you will burn. Oh, okay. Losers. This is the, look, there is nothing more stressful than two people who are committed to burning. Yeah. Nothing more. This yeah. is how you end up in situationships. Yeah. This is how you end up burnt out and upset. Yeah. This is how you end up bitter. Yeah. And this is how you end up not being able to move forward or progress with yeah. more productive relationships because you played that game. Yeah. Do not put. This is your klaxon call. Yeah. Sisters, do not participate. Yeah. I promise you that there is a man out there for you. If you desire companionship yep. with a man, there is a man out there for you Facts. that is willing to be in relationship with Facts. you and not play a game with That's you. That's good. Do not allow yourself to be taken up by these players, especially if it's a game that they are commanding because you yeah. will lose. Yeah. You may win, you know, one of the games, one or but two you battles. will lose the overall championship. Yeah. I promise you. The war the is fool done. Will be, the fool will be but you. Because 100%. you will then have to play with their strategies yeah. to win the game. And then you end up, this is a journey of glowing and growing. Mm-hmm. You don't want to debase yourself and you don't want to have mm. to end up with a story to tell the people that you're engaging yeah. with afterwards as to why this messed up and yeah. what was your history. Yeah. And, and it's not that you have to like validate yourself with each and every part but you're opening up yourself to more trauma as a result of deciding to play games with people that never cared about you in in the the first place place. i need you to stop this is it this is it and it's it's very sad and i think it's it only happens in groups where people don't see relationships and marriage for what they actually are Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is just a journey of two people coming together and choosing to commit to each other because they liked each other so much once we overcomplicate it past that point or even like even if you know you you come from a culture where love isn't even the the biggest reason why you get married but more so okay two people who come together to build a home and are responsible for children even if we keep it that that simple absolutely once you start to complicate it you end up in a more dangerous place if i'm going to be honest because these things require intimacy right but if you end up not being able to trust how can you have intimacy if i can't trust you and we're living in a generation where men are being told don't trust women women play games and women are being told don't trust men men ain't 
men are trash men ain't ish do you get what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how do you build intimacy when you don't even know if you can trust yeah yeah, yeah. you know and I think that that's where we need to be careful. And I guess this this is more so off topics on, on the humbling thing. But I do think it's important to get invested in real offline communities mm-hmm. where you can see that there are some women, a lot of women who are trustworthy and some men, a lot of men who are trustworthy and that you can actually find that in your life because you're just looking for one, especially if you believe in monogamy like we do. You're just looking for one. You're not trying to... And, it's another thing you're not trying to appeal to the masses you're not trying to pay, play a numbers game you're finding your one in seven billion there we go this ain't a numbers game it can't be a numbers game you know and as much as people are telling you you know oh well settle this will help you you know find more options xyz and i hear why there's wisdom behind that i do think there there are simple practical things you could do make yourself more available make yourself feel like you are more attractive um and make yourself okay even objectively look more attractive if you feel like that would also satisfy you but once you do those things and you feel like you're ready for purpose relation a relationship will come along in its time this is the thing. That's it. This it's not about, oh, like, how do I become more feminine? How do I become more male or masculine? Sorry. And it's like, well, according to who? According to whose standards? Man. According to what standards? Um, and also the people who are laying out these standards for you, do they actually have proof that it works? Mm. Because there are a lot of high value men who are not married. A lot of high value women who are not married. Or if, if that's what your aim is or who are not in relationships, you know, I'm a high value woman and this is how you, you know, are feminine for men to like you. But are you in a relationship? Right. You know, I, I don't think these things are as formulaic as we make it sound. If you do X, Y, Z, you'll end up in a relationship. Not necessarily. Not even a little bit. You know, or not in the time frame that you think. And um, which is why we often say, do these things for you. Go on, mm. go on your own glowing and growing journey. Because when you meet that person, it's two whole people, two individual people, two people who are sure about who they are, sure about where they're going, who are saying, you know what, I think we're actually going to the same place. And I think it would be easier for me to just hop in your car to go. And that's okay. Yeah. That sounds good to me. No complexities. Just, you people like pasta too much. They yeah. Like I don't it. like pasta. I don't like pasta. pasta. People think pasta makes them interesting. It's like, oh, I've got stories to tell you. Let me tell you about X, Y, Z. Sometimes the boring life is the good life, ma'am. There you go. Or more chaos everywhere. Why? Why? Why is your house scattered like this? Why? And honestly, dating doesn't have to be that complicated. It really does. Like, I really think we need to relinquish our perception mm. that dating mm-hmm. has to be complicated. Mm-hmm. It has to be a game. Mm-hmm. It has to be. I don't want to subscribe to it. And I think that's how interested. we end up with a lot of people who, people get introduced to the game, right? You may have gone in with the purest intentions, but you ended up with someone who plays games with you. And now you're thinking, ah, you've hurt me. Now I'm going to go off and be a savage. All right. Then that's a lot of men are doing that. A lot of women are doing that. Of Okay, this is how the game is played. This is how you're doing things out here. I'm going to act just like that. And then you end up meeting another unsuspecting person who's just coming in. Just minding their business, you know. Doe-eyed. Oh, I like you. You like me. And then you ruin their heart. And that's how you get broken people and this domino effect of people being broken and heartbroken and not knowing how to heal from it properly or not even thinking that they need to heal because if a key i think unfortunately with the whole dating game thing you know how when you're playing a game you get to pick a player Mm -hmm. i feel like one of the key one of the key uh tools or like um the power up so what what do you call it the like features of each player Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. one of them is brokenness i don't think you can play the dating game in the way we are doing it and not be broken wow 
well. Yeah, or have a or have a broken view of mm, relationships. Because mm, mm, mm. I think anyone who has a healthy view of relationships yeah. and is healed and is okay within themselves, I don't think anyone will want to play that no, kind of game. No, they won't. They won't. It's like it's like playing a game of tempo run and not having anything to your disposal to help you win. You're going to lose, or you'll get you'll only get to a certain point mm-hmm. and never get past that. Mm-hmm. Or and if you don't unsubscribe from playing that game, you'll never heal. That game requires a bit of brokenness. It requires a bit of dysfunction. Well, so it's not to say don't date. It's stop treating dating like a game. It's not a game, man. It's not a game. Wow. Well, the last thing I would like to yeah. um, ask you, Miss Courtney, is in a world that seeks to humble women <laughs> from all places in all spaces because we uh look if we had time we could really break it down in the different relationships that women see humbling right because even thinking about some parental relationships mm. or relationships with like elderly figures in our lives or thinking about like being a woman in the workplace and humbling there to the women out there who are facing this constant desire from others to humble them what what's one thing that you would say to them protect your mind Mm. and your heart first of all um i don't know it's techie for me because i do go between like two different mindsets of i don't care and actually i do care Mm. you know you're gonna say um, what do you call it zen and world star hip-hop yeah (laughs) that's that's my two mind states like i'm totally calm i'm zen and then the other part of me shouting world star um and i think that's when it comes down to okay but what's who are you trying to be yeah you know who are yeah. you trying to be yeah um and also like get your like really protect your heart and guard your mind like mm. the online world i'm gonna be real there are some places i don't go there are some there are some content that i won't even make because i know some people some people will open their mouths and start talking and i don't know if i can dodge all these bullets mm. um and I think that there's a place where you have to admit I'm sensitive mm-hmm. and that's not weakness. Mm-hmm. That's because mm-hmm. you're human. Mm-hmm. And so something is going to hurt you. Mm. And if that is the case, protect your mind, whether it yeah. is on the online space or even in real life, you know, if somebody, one auntie's trying to have a conversation, Oh, you've put on weight. I'm not even going to engage in this conversation. Man, you're a better person than me. Cause you already know what my, <laughs> you, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, my response is going to be about her son in jail. I know it. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm not no even going to engage in this conversation. I'll actually take myself out of this situation. Mm, Cause mm, it's not mm, because mm. I don't want to hear truth. It's I want to hear truth in an, an environment where I'm safe. Mm. And if I don't feel safe, here, I don't want to hear truth here. Wow. Cause the thing is truth is going to open you up. It's going to cut you open and open you up. And you need to know you're, you're hearing truth from people who are willing to do the work to yeah. sew you back up yeah. and repair you. If you're not in that environment, you're just going to bleed out. Do you get what I mean? So I say protect your heart and protect, really protect your mind from yeah. the things that you consume. Um, to surround yourself with people who not necessarily affir- affirm you to this toxic t- place of not being able to tell you, give you balance um, and just telling you, no, you're perfect. No, everything's all right. But rather people who would just tell you like, okay, firstly, let's eject the fact that you've, you've just ingested some poison here. People, this was bad motive. This was error. Um, let me affirm you a bit. And now let me sit down and actually assess how do you actually feel? Because sometimes the reason why these comments get to us is because deep down inside of us, we actually know it's true and we actually believe it ourselves, yeah. right? Mm. But we know that the change is not instant. We know that the change will not be immediate. And so I think it's the people around us who we can sit down and who can really sit down and be like, okay, well, 
we know what people are trying to tell you that you should want, right? We've seen it and it hurt you and it cut you, but what do you actually want, mm. right? So like, I think to myself about the weight loss thing, right? People be like, lose weight and you'll get a man. It's like, okay, this is annoying because I'm also on a weight loss journey. And I'm like, I'm not trying to lose weight to get a man, but it's going to look that way. But then being able to sit down with you and be like, no, keep me on track and keep me accountable to make sure that my motives mm. for this weight loss journey is always just my health. Yeah. And it's always me taking care of myself and not getting, you know, as obsessive and um, nitpicky with my body as I used to be. Right. Can you actually see my behavior and make sure that I am doing this the right way? You can only really do that with people who are in your real life. So you need to surround yourself with people who make sure that these comments or these ideas or these thoughts didn't push you over the edge. Um, so that's another thing. Surround yourself with people. The other thing is get a solid foundational one belief thing, system. You came with like four. Oh, sorry. No, girl, keep sorry, it going. I, I, was I, just well, like, I thought you said three and you said one thing. <laughs> sorry. I think the third thing is get a. <laughs> Girl, I promise I got a degree. I just didn't read those questions very well. Um, I think that's the, the last thing I'll say <laughs> that you didn't answer it is get a solid belief system mm. about yourself, mm -hmm. right? No one can tell me anything that is contradictory to what God says about me. I can't accept it. I just won't accept it. I refuse. It. I According refuse to, this, to accept it. This says this about me. What you have to say is irrelevant. Irrelevant, inconsequential. I don't need to hear it. Mm. It's a truth to you. It ain't a truth to me and I don't have to accept it. I reject that. You know, and I think having that confidence and having that knowing in you that you're holding on to a truth that nobody else can detract from because so many people will try to ascribe your value, you know, your average, your high value, you're almost there, whatever. Take me off that spectrum, but then where is your value? You know, where do you actually put your value? Mm. Um, you need to find a place that is safe. You need to find a place that is constant. You need to find a place that is solid. Um to put your value and your hope because this world the dusty, and man. the people it's in the it, the <laughs> it's we change our minds way too much for us to be um, standard bearers, standard bearers and know. for us to be the people you put your hope, your trust, your confidence, your value in, it can't work. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, that was my three no, things. No, that was one of the, <laughs> the seven things I hate about you. <laughs> That's what I made me think of. <laughs> Word to Miley Cyrus. <laughs> um, Literally, the only thing that I have to add to that yeah. is is quite related to um, your first point. But be careful that you do not become that which you despise. Mm. And I'm speaking to the sisters that have been wounded, that mm. have been hurt by humbling women, that have been, you know, administering this truth, thinking that you're helping your sisters, thinking that you know you're gonna have some kind of reward in the, the shape of a partner you need to leave that alone. Yeah. Um, so don't allow the bitterness that you may have experienced from so other good. people or the hurt or the way that you have been harmed allow you to turn into that. Because the thing about poison is it doesn't just harm you, but it really does get into your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And if you're not careful to take the antidote, girl, you're going to die, but you also go kill some people with you. Mm -hmm. So it's better that you actually address any of that internalized patriarchy. And yes, we've said patriarchy again, there you go there it is um but address don't just focus on like having 
and identifying when it's being um, administered to you, mm. but also focus on doing the work around, has this been administered to you in such a way that you are now perpetuating that elsewhere? Yeah. Are you speaking to your friends in a derogatory manner? Yeah. Are you failing to recognize the good things that they do? Mm. Are you supporting your sisters when they have actually been humbled, right? That's really important. So like for me, it's like there will be situations where folks have things to stay, say about Courtney, I'm ready to go up in arms. And likewise, where I'll come to Courtney and be like, yo, I've had a really bad day. Mm. Somebody has said this about mm. me. I love what you said about reminding people, look at me even going off track, but like you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did they say about birds of the Not same? Not like you. like you. Look at what you've done to me. Um, but I love what you were saying about surrounding yourself with people in real life mm. because they can remind you of the truth as it stands and as they've perceived yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah, they can yeah, be yeah. your measuring stick yeah. as to what are the motivations and intentions of mm. this person? And is there actually truth, even mm. if it has been administered harshly? harshly? You need people around you that can, there's people around me that can go to and be like, I've heard this about myself. Yeah. What can you tell me about what's been said? Yeah. What can, based on your interactions with me, based on your relationship with me in real life, this is there is any truth? Is there any truth? Is this actually truth? Sometimes it might hurt because there's a yes in there yeah. somewhere. But sometimes it's really like an opportunity for affirmation because you realize, huh, mm. actually this isn't true. Or mm. at least this is not true to the people that matter most to me. Yeah, Because we can sometimes really like uphold the opinions of people that we have never seen before. This faceless, nameless internet person or this guy in passing on Tinder or this friend of a friend that wasn't anything or this auntie that, you know, I've only seen when I was five years old. <laughs> These people are inconsequential. Don't mean a thing. Don't allow their words to now become consequential Come on. okay Come it's on. not it's not relevant to your yeah, glowing and growing journey all. so please 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 take care to not become that which you despise mm. surround yourself with people that can verify mm -hmm. that can actually verify whether this is true yeah um and yeah. the last thing that I will say, look at me, give it three. The last thing that I'll say is continue to watch the TMS podcast. Continue to watch the podcast and get plugged into the things that we are doing over here because Really and truly, I mean, we ain't going to always say what you like. And I I also think we need to do an episode at some point, not in this, mm. where we talk about patriarchy. Mm. Because I do think we we say patriarchy a lot a on lot, the podcast, yeah, yeah. right? Um, but I do think it's important, especially as a as two Christians, Christianity is a very patriarchal religion. Mm. So I do think it's important for us to establish what we mean when we are saying patriarchy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just so that y'all ain't talking about breakdown gender roles and break down homes and break down all these things it's like whoa hold on, <laughs> whoa hold on, just bring it back minute, that's just necessarily what we're talking about just um but i do think it's it's worth actually having a conversation about patriarchy and when we say it why we say it uh sorry as well as our recognition of the it. tensions as well because i yes, do think exactly. that you know sometimes when we do say our beliefs or like all that kind of stuff yeah. folks will kind of think oh I thought y'all were critical Christian, thinkers yeah, and now y'all told me you're Christians. Don't yeah, you know that Christians... This is exactly, this is that's patriarchal. what I mean. This is the white yeah, man's religion. This is exactly worry, what I wanted to you. be. Because I do think it's worth having a conversation and exploring. Um, but do you want to see that conversation? Yeah, we, we want to know. You know, we're all about having tough conversations yeah. here. Um, and on that note, let's continue having the conversation <laughs> offline. Excellent. Close it up. Close it up. Excellent. Okay, close it up. Close it up. I know you're going on your walk right now. You're listening whilst you're at work. I know there's some sisters that be having their headphones in at work. Looking like you're doing reset. <laughs> you're doing something, something, and you just have us in the That's background. Funny. Or the sisters that are tidying up and cleaning up, mm. you know, get your work done, sis. You're mm. almost there. Yeah. I know it's been almost over an hour, so you should be wrapping up soon. <laughs> Dinner is all the stuff. <laughs> um, anyways, please, please, please let us know in the comments 
below over here on YouTube. Mm. What are your thoughts around the humbling, the mass need to humble women? Mm. Have you experienced being humbled? Have you yourself humbled someone unintentionally or intentionally? Confess. Confess here. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> let us know. And of course, you can follow us all over the gaff on all of our social media yeah. at To My Sisterhood on Instagram. We have grown to a healthy 30,000. What a wowzer. Hey, girls. What's up? What's up? <laughs> we have a lot of fun on Instagram. We but we're also on TikTok yeah. and Twitter at To My Sisterhood. Love we're also it. on LinkedIn now. We're, we're wowzers. <laughs> what that's news to me <laughs> we are on linkedin We're growing because we're going to be sharing the opportunities for this is this everywhere we are everywhere infiltrated. we love to see when it. we said that we're going to be a boundary breaking organization you guys thought that it's just here yeah, we're wow. coming to talk chat chat all that kind of stuff no baby get plugged into all mm-hmm. the medias all the medias we are there i'm um, acting my sisterhood and of course come and follow us individually the lovely lady in the vibrant pink she just brings so much vibrancy into the room mm. our guest and senior pastor at <laughs> and of course you can come and follow me over on my socials at Renee Kapuki. we love to see it and sis please plug in to everything that we are doing community wise plug into the weekly glow and grow tips by signing up to our mailing list it is free it is amazing okay at twomysisters.com if you want to send us a dilemma you can send it to dilemmas at twomysisters.com just shoot us an email keep it brief keep it concise Please, right. 150 We words. beg you in the name of Jesus. 150 We words. beg you in the name of God. Max. Please keep it concise. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, please definitely donate to the Just Giving link. All the information about the cause that we are raising for is there as well. But we will talk to you next week. And as always, keep glowing and growing. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 